The return up for Parlo. Leaves it off. Here's Mia Hamm. In the box. The shot. Go. She's got the record. Hey everyone, my name is Sabria Whitaker and I'm the founder of Grow the Game. Erica Piancastelli here, Tokyo 2021 Olympian. This is Carly Jackson, professional goaltender for the Buffalo Buttes. Hey everyone, this is Connor Moore, the social media manager of the Chicago Sky. You are now listening to Women's Sports Matter. Women's Sports Matter. Hosted by Gianna Belcastro. Alete Okunpawale wins the national championship for Notre Dame. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Women's Sports Matter. My name is Gianna Castro, and I am your host. I'm not in my usual place, um, a.k.a. my house. I am currently in Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, today is May 20th. Tomorrow, myself and the Nebraska soccer team are traveling to Reykjavik, Iceland to spend 10 days there and to play some soccer teams, go to some soccer games, go hiking, uh, go to some hot springs, just, you know, really enjoy our time in the Iceland capital. And I originally had an interview that I was going to do, but I had to reschedule it. So you can deal with me. And the next week, it's Brian and me. Sorry if the audio isn't as good. I'm wearing my beats today, so I'm yelling a little bit to make sure the audio is good. And I can just edit and post if um, it's not good. So, what are we talking about today? Um, Today we are talking about expansion. But that was two weeks ago. I know. But let me tell you something. WNBA expansion versus WNBA expansion. Now, what do you mean? League expansion or roster expansion? This is a hot topic right now. Uh, And I don't mean the emo store that you see in your local mall. Um, I'm talking about the most popular topic in the W right now, besides the return of the one and only Brittany Griner to the WNBA. If you watched opening games this past weekend, I hope you enjoyed them. I hope you saw something that you liked, saw a player that you liked, um, maybe uniforms that you liked. Um, I know some people saw stuff they didn't like. For example, how little amounts of members of draft classes are left from previous drafts. And that begs the question, should the WNBA expand the league or expand team rosters? Now, that's a loaded question because, you know, obviously financials is a part of it. 
I don't know too much about that. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, I'm an expert on this. This is just my opinion. I feel like it costs more. Obviously, it costs more to build an entire new team. And we all know that Kathy Engelbert is not going to expand probably for the next few years. So we should probably stop getting our hopes up about a new team. What we should be more focused on is expanding the rosters. There's too many talented players that are drafted and undrafted that go to these training camps, are there for a few days, get cut. Then they go on and play in Europe or somewhere else. But the issue at hand is so many first-round picks. But at the same time, other talent that teams are missing out on. I mean, if you look at Rebecca Gardner, for example, I'm a Chicago Sky fan, so this is why I'm talking about her. Went undrafted, played in Europe, earned her spot on the Chicago Sky roster last season, returns this season. There's so many stories like that. The WNBA is one of the hardest leagues to get into, period, with only 144 spots. You know, the whole thing with the Nike jerseys, when they first rolled out with that, they had the one out of 144 on the orange tag at the bottom of the jersey. I have one of those. Um, at first, when I had that, uh, when I was wearing the jerseys, like, oh, this is so cool, you know, these players, it's only, you know, 144 of them, you know, you have to work so hard to get this opportunity to play in the league. Um, like, it's so important to make the roster, you have to really work for it, whatever. Too many talented people are getting cut. And when that happens, they are just waiting to be picked up. But sometimes it's not going to happen for them right away. And they're going to have to go play overseas. Now, if they go overseas, they can work their way up to earn that spot. Let's go back to Rebecca Gardner. Took her, what, I believe she got out of college in 2012. Didn't make her WNBA debut until 2022. Made all rookie team. It was a lot of hard work to get to that point. But at the same time, it shouldn't be 11, 12, 13 roster spots. I know each team is different with the cap size of uh, the amount of money that a team can spend on player wages, depending on if you have like a super team like New York Liberty. Liberty or the Las Vegas Aces, that is a huge part of that. If you don't have enough cap space, you're not going to be able to sign a lot of players and your roster is going to be maybe smaller than you would want it to be. Some teams have these problems, some teams don't. If you want to see a team that has a lot of problems in terms of roster space, um, we can look at teams like Indiana and Dallas, who, like, Indiana had so many picks um, in this year's draft. I don't remember how many. I want to say, like, seven. And from that draft class, uh, the amount that, that, that stayed, I want to say, is, like, either two or three. I think it's three. 
they had um, Emily Anxler on their team and caught her first round pick from last year. Um, it's just, it's like, I guess cutthroat would be the word. And it seems like there's no solution. What do we do with this league that has so many talented players, but not enough spots? Is the solution to go overseas? Or, hear me out, everybody. Somebody else make a new league. Now, I know that AU has done tremendous, tremendous job with their basketball program. Um, and at AU is Athletes Unlimited. Um, really showing off some of maybe fringe players or players that um, you maybe don't necessarily think about a lot. Uh, an example maybe would be, um, who would be a good example? You know, Courtney Williams um, kind of moved around a bit was in Atlanta for a hot sack that didn't really work out. We're back with Connecticut. Um, I feel like she was a lot better on Connecticut than she was with Atlanta. I think that move for her didn't work out so well in the end. Uh, now she's in Chicago. Very interesting. Um, her and Kalia Copper are going to be fantastic together. I have no doubt about that. Um, but being able to show off your talents in Athletes Unlimited Basketball is uh, a great way to get noticed in the league. Multiple players from that league that are considered fringe players or players that have maybe been to training camp before or even haven't been to training camp before get invited to go to training camp. And most of them don't end up making it, but you know they're kept in the back of the minds of – various gms but athletes unlimited works kind of in tandem with the w there's like partnership there where it's like we're not trying to compete with the wnba i think there should be competition you see what's happening in the with the nwsl and usl um which is it super league the USL Super League, which is launching like seven teams, eight teams. Um, I know there's gonna be two teams in Arizona. Um a team in they're gonna add a team in Madison, there's gonna be a team in DC, which is funded by DC United, which shows that furthermore that they are haters of the Washington spirit and don't want anything to do with them. Which I don't understand, but that's politics. Because, yes, there's politics in sports. There's going to be a team in California, I think, or maybe two. Um, a team in Florida, I think a team in Tampa. A team in Buffalo, New York, I think. But anyway, that is going to be direct competition with the NWSL. Now, do I think that the USL Super League is going to compete with the NWSL. No. But 
it is a great stepping stone. Even though they want to get that D1 uh, clarification with U.S. soccer. So they can say, hey, we are a major women's soccer league here in the U.S. It's a professional league. It's not semi-pro. It's not pro-am. Professional soccer league direct competition with the NWSL. I don't think that's going to matter to the NWSL. It's not going to scare them. Also, the fact they have two teams in Arizona makes no sense, but that's beside the point. I can make a whole episode on that later. This is a good thing. Competition is a good thing. Make a new women's basketball league. Not like Athletes Unlimited, which wants her only, you know, a month and a half. I like their system. Their system is good for their own thing. I wouldn't say... I mean, if we all want, like, the traditional professional sports thing with the regular scoring. If you don't know how Athletes Unlimited works, uh, they have an explanation on their website how um, the winner of the season is determined by a score that they get, uh, which is like a combination of, you know, baskets they scored. If they follow someone, they get points taken away. Um, MVPs after each game. That's a whole thing. Traditional league, like the WNBA, in direct competition with them, could be another possible solution Now, I know there's other women's basketball leagues in the U.S. They're not professional by any means. Not even close. But if there is a way to get funding for that, we could see just growth of women's basketball as a whole. Competition is a good thing. If anything especially going back to the NWSL and the USL Super League. People are going to get more interested in the sport, and that's the thing that matters too, is getting more fans, realizing, oh, there's a team in my city. I didn't know anything about women's basketball. Let's say they put a team in Portland. This is a new league that I'm making up. They put a team in Portland, they team, put a team in St. Louis, they put a team in Boston, they put a team in Philly, they put a team in, um, we'll say Nebraska because I'm here. Like, people in these markets are going to become interested. People are going to call for more teams. This is kind of like expansion for the W, but it's also just another thing to think about It shouldn't just be one league. It should be multiple. And I know it takes a while to start up a league. I know how hard that is um, for women's sports leagues. But with the right funding and the right people behind it, I could say that this is a serious option. Or, you know, Kathy Engelbert could actually think about expansion and actually commit to a timeline saying we're going to expand to our next team in 2025 and then another one in 2027. That's a thought. But it seems like she's not taking the initiative on that. And that's one of the things that she isn't great at with her job. 
is, you know, promising that there's going to be expansion. She said that like two years ago. Said she's going to have a timeline. Isn't following that timeline. I think there was one that was spread around being like, oh, we're going to have an announcement by this date and that date passed. And that's like, okay, what's the point? Kathy, get your stuff together. That's all I'm saying. Um, I guess another thing with expansion too, like direct competition, the PHF and the PWHPA, um, whenever that leak's going to start up, who knows? Uh, but I will cover it whenever that happens. And hopefully Chicago gets a team because I'm biased. Either PHF or PWHPA, like get your stuff together, go to Chicago or Rosemont because um, I feel like they would share the same stadium as the Chicago Wolves. But I I think that direct competition can be healthy, but it also helps advance your sport. So that's what I've got to say on this topic. I think it's sad that these talented athletes get waived after only being at their team for a year and being like one of those highly rated draft picks, uh, one of the best in their draft class, and then just being booted out the next year from for, for some other youngster. Um, I hope that all these players find some team that they can join. And maybe one day in the future, it'll be sustainable to have multiple professional women's basketball leagues in the United States as well as different kind of leagues like hockey and soccer. It also takes the right people to start these projects in the first place. If you don't have the right people and the right amount of funding, this stuff will never take off. So, yeah, that's all I've got today. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this little episode about expansion, a little bit more deep dive into the WNBA specifically, because it's such a hot topic right now. I keep thinking of the clothing store. I'm sorry. I used to go there a lot when I was a teen- teenager because um, I was really emo growing up. So I had my 21 pilots phase and follow boy. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, that is it. Let me know on Twitter or Instagram if you liked the episode. And if you agree with anything I said or disagree, I would love to hear your opinions on it. You can tweet me at W Sports Matter or on Instagram, Women Sports Matter. And yeah, I'm excited for my trip. I will edit this tomorrow on my way to Minneapolis and uh, have everything uploaded for Tuesday morning. Probably won't post about it right away just because of the time difference. I think it'll be around two o'clock in Iceland by the time this goes up if I'm doing my math correctly so whenever I have a chance to p-o-s-t about it um I will I uh the reason that I had to spell post is because um since coming to Nebraska my pronunciation of words with o sounds has changed and my mother makes fun of me for it. So now I'm really self-conscious about the way that I say post. Um, I don't know what happened. I want to say I blame the Canadian coaches. 
Um, because I never said post like that before. Post, boast, coast. The O is like elongated. Uh, so actually, you know, if anyone knows anything about that, why I am pronouncing words differently now, um, please let me know because I find it so incredibly interesting. Um, because you know, people tell me all the time that I have a Chicago accent, and now I have this thing with my O's that I've never had before. And I'm like, what gives? So, yeah, please let me know if <laughs> if you know why this is happening. Because I don't. And it's really sad. And I catch myself every time. It's like, oh, they posted this. The O. Anyway. um, I hope you don't miss me next week. I'm going to tell you to save your tears for the pillowcase. Because we got Brian and me coming on. The BAM fam. Two good friends. Uh, Thomas Costello. And the one and only. The... Very real. Bryant Caves. I have no idea what they're going to talk about. Um, Thomas, if you're listening to this episode, I want the episode by Friday. So please send it to me by Friday. Um, so I can put it together and edit it and all that. Uh, and so everyone can listen. And so I can listen too. I'm very nervous slash excited. And please don't bring Robbie Rogers on the show. And nothing against you, Robbie. Um, I just don't want to hear LSU propaganda. But that's going to do it for me today. I'm going to go to bed. Get a long day tomorrow. Uh, by the time this is up, I'll be in Iceland. So I will uh, see you all very soon. Might go on another podcast and talk about Iceland. Uh, Bryant and me. This I I just want to go on the podcast again. Or I'll, I'll do an episode about my experience when I get back. But um. Yeah, I'm excited for my trip. I'm excited for some other stuff that I've got going on, some other stuff that I've um have in the works. Um a certain podcast announcement. Actually, I have two podcast announcements that will be coming up in the month of June, hopefully, and um like some special episodes that I will be doing. So that aren't related to women's sports. Um so yeah. Um, stay hydrated, eat well, get some sleep. I'm just going to lean back and do the rest of this because my back hurts. Um, thank you so much for listening slash watching another episode of the Women's Sports Matter podcast. If you enjoy this episode, let me know. You can rate the podcast on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen. And while you're there, you might as well subscribe. If you want to follow me on social media, guess what? You can. I'm on so many different places. I'll remind you that, again, Twitter is at WSportsMatter. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, all of that. Women Sports Matter. I think that's it. Time to rest. Time to sleep. Time to have a 24-hour day. Because that's what it's going to be like for me. That's the only thing I'm a little nervous about. Um, I hope the audio was good for this because I'm not going to re-record it because I don't have any of my equipment because I'm not bringing that to Iceland. Um, so, yeah. Stay tuned for some cool stuff. 
go to your local women's sporting event. Links down below for some resources. And be nice to someone. Open a door for someone. Uh, be kind to those around you. I'm going to sign off and get ready for bed. I will see you in two weeks. Enjoy an episode of Women's Sports Matter, Bright and Me edition next week. I'm signing off. See y'all soon. That's all, folks. I'll see you next time. Bye.